Welcome everybody, it's Saturday night, you know what that means, barbecue sauce. Oh wait a second, I'm not supposed to say that yet, I'm getting penalized. Welcome everybody to the- Many times, you'll have to pay a dollar. Welcome to the All Elite Murder Theater Podcast, bringing you the best of Dynamite Rampage for the week of 6-1. How's everybody tonight? It's going to be a slobber knocker, I can tell you that right now. Miss Tammy, how are you doing? Wait a minute. Can we go back to a slobber knocker? Is that what you just said on like a podcast? Chris, do you need to explain the slobber knocker to her? Is that a wrestling move again? Like the underwear one? No, no, it's a JR thing. It's pulling the tats. We could have an upset. If he just put some leverage on them tats, we'd have an upset. I mean, are these uh, things he actually said? Yes. Real wild match. (laughs) That's funny. Okay. All right, I'll calm down. <laughs> How's everybody today? Chris, how are you? I'm blown away. I am good. I am good. I don't really know what to think right now with all this stuff. So we'll, I, we'll, we'll find our way through it. All right, we're going to get into some old school wrestling territory with the match number one. We got CM Punk, FTR versus Max in the gun club. And JR says there'll be no long car trips for old JR in the ass, boys. <laughs> <laughs> and that FTR, they're smooth like biscuits and gravy. But let's get into the match. Tammy, let's hear some oh, notes. No. I already have to read. <laughs> Punk, he's taking his frustrations out on the ass boys. <laughs> am I am I reading my notes now? Is it time? It's time. <laughs> the champ appears. People are full of joy and it's wonderful. These three look fantastic together. Oh, now Gun Club and Caster. Ooh, Caster is a real deal heel with his rap this time. Okay, I love this. Heels foursome right here. Everyone is officially fantastic. Except for who's the four? It was three, right? Yes. (laughs) Sorry about that. Now hope this match is good. Starting yeah. out stronger and brasher than I expected. I still, oh, you know what? I know I'm going back. I was not imagining and miscounting. I was thinking of Bowen and, you know, sitting in the wheelchair injured as the fourth support system. Okay. Uh, so, uh. <laughs> so this actually started out stronger and brasher than I expected. I still want a different uh, chant than the ass boys though. No matter how much I'm liking them, I do not like the ass boys chant. Please, oh, please, alas, will it ever happen? I don't know. Cash and Austin, this wrestling display is bravo. Not Carly, though. Damn, Cash got Caster now. CM Punk is basking in his fandom. Wow, Caster, good go at that one. Gun Club boys and see, I did not call them ass boys. Ass boys. But they're still enchanting ass boys anyways. What's going to happen? This match is full of action. Both, I don't even know what this jumble is. Um, bear with me here. Both teams kind of even for a minute. CM Punk slipped out. Oh, great for the fans, but didn't look good for Punk. Austin shined, but of course, FTR and Punk win the day. It was a dynamic wrestle. All right. To quote the great JR. Some facets were bone chilling ugly, but I loved every damn minute of it. <laughs> Chris, what's your thoughts? Uh, it's a great match. 
lots of cool spots. Um, there was some stuff where Punk missed a few spots and stuff like that, or was like a little bit delayed and kind of wasn't perfect. Um, and people made a big deal about that for a couple of days. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think the, I enjoy the acclaimed and gun club way more than I should, uh, like considering, <laughs> considering how annoyed I was with both of them, like less than a year ago, it's pretty rad that they're, um, they, they've, they've done a great job with development for them. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was a good time. Um, the promo stuff was weird at the end. Yeah, the promo was weird. And but this is definitely setting it up for the trios because it sounds like Tony Khan's got the trios belts all ready to go. So there's going to be a trios match, obviously, for this. And so go ahead, Tammy, you have your finger yeah, up in the I air. I'm, <laughs> that was me not verbally interrupting. <laughs> I have a point. I put I put notes on that and it put I think Dax just plugged drugs. Did anybody catch that? Nobody plugged drugs. He kind of did. did. He said, you know, uh, all those things that you haven't done, I've done them. And yeah, it is kind of like that. Yeah. Oh, is that what he said? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Not, not and the crowd that, didn't like, know if they were supposed to cheer or boo to that. It was thing, weird. There was a weird was reaction funny. when he said that. There was a weird reaction when he said it. He was listening. <laughs> like, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, I got you're it. You're right. So. All right. And then all that right. beautiful dude walked out. What beautiful dude? He looked just like uh, somebody you would paint. Um, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi? Yeah. Hiroshi? Hiroshi Tanahashi. That beautiful dude. <laughs> he was. Come on, he's pretty. How could any human look at him and say he isn't pretty? You know it. That was just a great segue, though. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah that was a perfect segue because we were about to talk about it. But then that beautiful dude walks out. <laughs> Holy shit. We got ourselves a match. With the new Japan forbidden doors been open. <laughs> so that was a weird way to announce that being a match, too. It was just like, uh, whoever's in the back, like, tell me who I'm going to face. And then Tanahashi comes out. And it's like, that's a weird. That felt like a new Japan intro, the way it all happened and the way he stood there for what felt like an eternity. Oh, yeah. It, it, I don't yeah. know their intros. Yeah, he was just kind of like. Yeah, there was no. Point at him more aggressive. Like he never ran into the ring. He never got in anybody's face. He just stood there and kind of waved his finger at everybody. But still, it's going to be cool. <laughs> With his perfect hair flowing. Right. He definitely it was looked quite, it. It was quite dramatic. Yep. So it really was. It's cool. And then we hear. And MJF comes out and drops the bomb. I mean. I don't even know what to say. That was pure genius. Whether it's a work or a shoot, I have no idea. Um, but just the relentlessness and the smoothness of that promo, was <laughs> it's like MJF at his pinnacle. I think, all right, of all the promos this year and last year, 2021, because we're still kind of into 2022, that's got to be one of the best ones. I mean, come on. That he's done. I mean, what's better? Wh wh which one has been better this year or last year? Really? Which one? What do you think? Go ahead, Tammy. I, I don't know. I have a, I have a, I, a question. Um, 
Is that a monologue or a promo? They don't seem like the same thing. So I don't know what you mean by that. Do you mean monologuing? Or what do they call it in the wrestling world? What's the name a of promo. it? It's, it's a all promo. a promo, just the same as when you go back there and film that stuff? Yeah, I mean, yes, yeah, it's, it's the same thing as when you're talking about what's happening before a match versus anything pretty much that you're saying at all. If you're talking Any- about yourself or anything happening, uh, yeah. that's cutting a promo. Cutting a promo. Mm-hmm. It just seems like a streamlined theatrical thing happening, but okay, I guess that's what a promo. So <laughs> it's just it's it's like vocal pieces of character development. Yeah. So almost anything they say with a microphone is considered, is considered a, promo. a promo because you're there for yourself. And then what's a shoot? I saw it talked about a all shoot, week, but a shoot means it's it real. It's real. They really feel that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I didn't know if they meant shoot, like, oh, shoot, something happened or like a mistake. Oh, shoot. He didn't pay me enough money. <laughs> shoot. Exactly. <laughs> now I'm going to have to work. <laughs> I need more money, man. But yeah. So whether it's a work or it's a shoot, whatever the case is, it's great television. It's probably, you know, that was such some awesome heel work. But then it almost turned MJF into a baby face in a sense, because everybody was kind of cheering for him and they were getting psyched on him. So um, I'm thinking this is what I'm thinking this is going to lead to. And who knows if this is true? I mean, I never know. But, you know, sometimes I call him. Sometimes I don't. Um this is going to be the he's going to show up at Forbidden Door somehow. That's what I think they're working on. They're going to cut him out for the rest of the month. Right. Because we got at the end of this month, we've got the Forbidden Door pay-per-view and MJF's going to show up there in some way, shape or form. And it's going to be epic is the way I think. What's your thoughts, Tammy? On your theory or the whole thing? Just the whole thing. Um, I, I, it was an amazing spectacle. I, I that's what I think and where he's going to go and where he's going to show up yeah he's going to disappear and come back in a big moment I do agree with you that I don't know if it's forbidden door I don't know if it's something else um I don't know if future things that happened um that we learned about later are going to alter whatever they initially planned so I don't know I think definitely he's going to go away and come back in a big way is it Forbidden Door? I do not know. What do I think of the promo? It was fantastic. The skills it takes to be in that emotional space to do that with such rage and, and control without a script or seeing any lines around you as somebody that's performed, I thought it was fantastic. It and was. I love that people like don't know what the fuck is going on and they're confused. That's so cool. That's the best, most sacred place in any thing that exists to be in the most confused, chaotic spot. Chris, let's hear it. Well, I mean, the promo was everything you guys said. Um, it was, and and however much of it is real life stuff being blended with scripted stuff, you know, that's whatever. Because either way, I guarantee it got a lot of people interested. And I think, I think no matter what happens and the, the, the cheering thing, that was interesting. I don't think people were supposed to cheer for him that loud, no. but then, you know, talking about another company and all of those things, it's like, it's just so controversial that even if he was saying something dumb and he brought all those topics into it, it still would have been like, wow, that's different. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, it was, he's, I'm, 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 
whether he's happy or unhappy or whatever he's doing, man, it's all working really well. Right. I think so. Like it's all good for him. Even when he does something that people don't like at first, he immediately turns it and they're like, no, okay. We still love you a lot. Oh, and yeah. he, that's, you shouldn't, but that's, right. that's how your guy works. I suppose. That's right. <laughs> I tell you, man, he killed it. He it is killed what it. it is. So the it was great st- though. Oh, and yeah. apparently when they went to commercial, I guess punk came out to the ring and he was going to try to confront him. And MJF took off through the crowd, which I don't know if you guys saw those clips or whatever no, online. No. I heard um, about it. So yeah, they, they go to commercial or whatever and punk's coming out to the ring and then MJF goes to the crowd, which is weird. Like as somebody who screwed up that badly and uh, not even screwed up, but so, somebody who pissed that many people off recently, I don't know that I would have went through the crowd. Right. Um, and he did because he was able to because people can't stay mad at him for very long. No, they can't. I mean, he's just too good at what he does. I mean, he really is. Yeah. I mean, that's the bottom line. All the shit he says is true. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what makes him a great heel. He's like, they can't lace my boots. And he's yeah. right in certain aspects of that, of the promotion of wrestling. They can't. No one can touch him. There's no yeah, heel in his AEW. Tra- dramatical skill, his uh, no. drama. There's no, no heel in AEW right now that can even that even comes close to MJ. Nope. Even comes close to what he yeah. does as far as being a heel is concerned. Period. And that actually, I don't think they're going to be able to keep him off of TV. Is what I was getting at. Right. You guys think he's going to go away for a minute? I don't think he's going to be able to go away for even a whole week, right. um, because this is what everybody wants to see right now, especially with like things developing the way they have MJF is probably going to be, this situation is going to get more complicated. I think. Well, that's cool. I'm excited for it. I hope it does. I hope it goes the full level. So like everybody notices it, you know what I mean? Because it's good for AEW. It's good for wrestling. It's, it's good for everything. So I'm hopefully psyched. it's good for his contract status too, because um, oh, I'm sure there's probably some things that Tony Khan is working in there that's gonna give him yeah. plenty of money to make him happy. Yeah, trust me. I mean, whether it be a, the contract or bonuses or whatever else, yep. a good boss knows the good employee and takes care of him. Period. <laughs> He's not Tony Khan. Is not stupid. I'm sorry. That dude is way, way too smart to let that go. He knows. <laughs> Come on. That's what I'm saying, man. If it's on TV, there's a good chance there's something we don't know. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So can't wait to see what happens next. It's going to be fun. So then we jump into Johnny Elite's big challenge. And I know you can't stand Johnny you Elite. You are frozen. Oh, no, we're not. We're good. Not anymore. We're all, all good. Right. I'm thawed out. Yeah, me too. Johnny Elite comes out and he says he'll challenge anybody in AEW. And one of the happiest moments that I've had in a very long time happened. My man Miro. Miro takes the challenge and he says, I will even help the pagans, which I thought was such a brilliant thing. His promos are so awesome. I miss those. I missed missed Miro so bad, man. I was psyched. I had my arms in the air the entire time the promo was going. I'm surprised Tammy didn't tell me to put my damn arms down. I was like, (laughs) yes, this is the greatest. And then Miro came out and did what Miro does and just smashed that fool, which was great. So, Tam, do you have any notes on this? He's cerebral in the past few months. 
And he married well. <laughs> Are you doing your lines? He's a very secretive. He's a very secretive guy. He makes a lot of ball games uneven. So take it away with your notes, Tammy. First of all, I wanted to, uh, never mind. Never mind about Vault. Miro, we missed you. Please win against Over the Top, pretty boy. I'm so thrilled to see the Redeemer and love tearing uh, off the shirt part. That's hilarious. This is epic. Stomp him, Miro. Miro's, do Miro's doing great. Johnny avoided Miro's kick and slowed his momentum. Johnny did quite the jump on Miro. Really trying to stay in there, but game over, says Redeemer, and bends him out. A joyful Redeemer wrestle. Nice. <laughs> there you go, Chris. What do you think? I know you like Miro, right? I know you yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God's favorite wrestler is back. Yes. Um, yeah, I... There's nothing but good things to say about that. It was nice. Uh, I don't care for Johnny Elite, but I liked this. That's really, I mean, you guys, yeah. I mean, I mean Miro, Miro. The rest is, <laughs> the rest is, you mean as far as the match is concerned? Yeah, it was like, it was okay. It was just Miro just getting to kick the shit out of somebody, which was great. Um, okay. And, you know, of all the people to throw away right now, Johnny Elite's, that's fine with me. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure what they're trying to do with John. I almost kind of feel bad for John. He was like, Yoda. yeah, I'll eat a check. I don't care. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pretty much. Miro, yeah, I remember him. Cool. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, man. But that was fun. And then we get into the Jericho Appreciation Society promo. And then there was a sign. One of the funniest things was there was a sign in the crowd that said, Judas lyrics suck. <laughs> that was great. And he's a wizard. And so, Tammy, what did you think of this promo? Let me see if I put any notes about it. Did you have any notes on the on the promo? No, I think I just enjoyed watching it. So I like all theirs. Yeah, and it basically... I think they're all a lot of fun. And right. I, and they're doing good at telling the story. Yeah, and it's, it, was, it, it, it was funny because JR goes, Get him, Eddie! <laughs> that was a funny line and then this kind of met, put comp combined the blood and guts match with the hair match which it, you know that should be pretty fun i, I don't I've, i didn't see the last blood we didn't see the last blood and guts match so we're not sure did you check out the last blood and guts match chris yes uh, i did indeed uh there was a there was so the the most talked about thing at that match go ahead no, go what? ahead. Finish your uh, I was going to say that uh, everybody was mad because Chris Jericho took a bump off the top of the cage mm. and uh, it was through the ramp, but it was like a bunch of very carefully placed, like really thin plywood with fake aluminum on it and then cardboard underneath. And everybody was so pissed, like, oh man, you didn't try to kill yourself jumping off the cage. This sucks. <laughs> like, like, yeah, come on. It was right. bad camera work, but it looked cool until everybody saw that. Right. Uh, so that's all that that match is remembered for now. Oh, really? That's too bad. Yeah, it like overshadowed everything. Yeah, that mm. kind of sucks. But it was good, and yeah. uh, this one will be violent. Oh, I'm sure it will be. So, Tammy, what were your thoughts on? I that? did have one sentence at the top of the page on it. It said Jeff really does look like an Angelo in that outfit. Oh, Jeff Parker. Jeff Parker. <laughs> Was he Pimp Daddy now or something like that? What's his name? I forgot. 
And then we get to it. Any more on that? Any you want guys want to talk any more on that? Uh, what do you guys think the hair match is about? I think Jericho is ready to cut his hair again. I think he is. I think he doesn't like his stringy hair and he wants to, yeah. wants to do something with it. I mean, it wasn't that long ago that he didn't have that long a hair anyway. So I could see him doing like a much shorter cut. Yeah, I could see it too. Well, I hope so because he's still I, don't, I don't want to see it, it go the other gonna way. Some, there's yeah. going to be some foof up there somehow. Oh yeah. He's going to style it. In the, in the I'm ready for it to see him get his ass kicked and has handshake. So yeah, there you go. And it, that will happen. Yeah. So, and then we see this cut to attack of Samoa Joe, which was like, I think we kind of had like a weird glitch in our TV. I don't really even remember what happened before that. Do you remember Tammy? <laughs> it was like, I take notes is because I have no clue. <laughs> right. You know, what happened. So Chris, what can you enlighten us on that, on that attack? Which I don't, part? Like when Samoa Joe was attacked by lethal in them, like all of a sudden there was just like this, we just, saw like it was like a, a commercial cut. And then it went right to Samoa Joe laying on the ground and like lethal and uh, Sanjay Dutt were kicking his ass. And that was, I, I didn't even miss that. I didn't I even know what happened before that. Oh yeah, that happened, man. They attacked Samoa Joe. So it must've been, it must've been some type of programming thing where uh, the commercial came in before. Yeah, maybe like the because all you saw was Samoa Joe laying on the ground and, and Sanjay Dutt kicking him in his in his gut. And that was it. It was really I mean, sometimes weird. sometimes that's wrestling. Maybe right. it was on purpose. I don't know. But obviously we're seeing that culminate and that's going to be an, a, a big epic match. Do you think that's going to happen at Forbidden Door? Or you think that's going to be another separate kind of like Rampage Dynamite type of thing? What do you think, Chris? I don't know. I have no idea. That's a good question. Um, I, I hmm. There's a lot of moving parts in that particular story that are not moving well at the moment. So I don't know. I don't know what they're planning to do with this whole thing at like Samoa Joe's. He, it's like he's feuding with them, but he's also dealing with a bunch of other stuff week after week. So mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know that they're in a hurry. Yeah, I don't um, think I don't think I think they're slow building this one, too. Maybe it's going to be the start of whenever they've announced whatever the heck they're going to do with Ring of Honor. Maybe that's uh, when this thing will blow up because it'll be, you know, moving into that phase. Who's got the title and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I feel like that'd be a better use of the product anyway, but who knows what's happening with all that. Yeah. Tammy, what do you think of that? How do you feel about that? Zero thought into it. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, well, (laughs) That's good work then, honey, for us having a wrestling podcast to discuss those things. Well, I mean, not everyone has this to discuss everything. I mean, I can make some shit up on the spot if we really need to. I mean, to, no, that's no, we I don't want you making shit up on the stuff spot. very well anymore. I just say it like it is, you know, like I, I didn't really there's a lot of things to think about this week, and that just wasn't on my mind. Well, we don't want you to start making shit up and spurting <laughs> things out because it's just not a good thing when that happens. So then <laughs> we get into Adam Cole with uh, Bay Bay, little Adam, little Adam with Red Dragon. <laughs> now he was little Adam wasn't wrestling, but he said nope. probably like the greatest line. And I'll say it later. The greatest line that I, I keep using. I, I, I use the line leave and work the other day. So <laughs> that's how great it was. And I'll get to it. So that was Adam Cole. So you got Red Dragon. And then you got what's what's that guy's name? Hakito. What was his name? 
Picaleo. Picaleo. That's it. Shit. Verse with the Bucks. New Japan. He's Bullet Club. Right. With the Bucks and everybody else. And Jurassic Express, Christian Cage. Who else was in that match? Matt Hardy, Darby Allen, and uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Right. So, <laughs> this one, I had some great li- a couple good lines from JR. Only two good lines. I think they're tempering JR, and I'm a little upset about that, but there was two great lines of JR. He says, I'm trying to determine a reason that Cutler has a job. Because <laughs> he it's Brandon Cutler. And he goes, it's nut cutting time now. Oh. It's like, holy shit, JR. That's awesome. Tammy, what are your notes on this one? You know what? I have a lot of long rambly notes on this one, and I'm going to just save us all. Okay? okay. And those, and just say it was a fun, hectic wrestle. It was a fun, hectic wrestle. What's your thoughts, Chris? Uh, so this was the match Jeff Hardy was supposed to be in. And they were like, oh, he's he's injured. He's got to deal with some stuff. And Adam Cole's not going to be in it now for some reason, which he could have stayed in it, I think. Um, but maybe the, the, if you're pulling Jeff Hardy and you have to pull Adam Cole, that means you're trying to have those two start a feud maybe. Right. Um, and maybe they're waiting. But I don't know what Jeff's status is going to be. Um, so it was a weird match anyway. Right. And then having Hikaleo in there was cool. Uh they haven't built this new Japan stuff at all. And originally it was, it's about the undisputed elite and bullet club and blah, blah, blah. That's when switchblade was there. We haven't seen any development on that since then. Right. Um, so I don't know what's happening, but it was still a, it was a crazy chaotic, fun, interesting match. Uh, Christian and Matt have baggage, Matt Hardy. Um, so I hope they do something with that because they need to and they need to acknowledge the fact that they're in the same company and all this stuff because it's like crazy that they had to be in a tag together. Um, when and how all that's going to come into play, I don't know. Well, here's the thing about Jeff Hardy. OK, I read an article on Matt. Matt Hardy was talking. Jeff Hardy got locked, knocked for a loop right at the beginning of the match. Mm-hmm. He didn't remember the match. Right. And he went ahead and did all that stuff anyway. Nailed all the spots, but Jesus, that's like, that's crazy. Like yeah. one, that's like super good for you for being able to pull that off. But on the other hand, it's like, that's really scary and dangerous. Very scary and dangerous. But that also goes to the fortitude of the Bucks because the Bucks were telling him what to do. They knew they mm-hmm. identified the fact that he was not right. And the Bucks were giving him commands in his ears to tell him what, hey, this is what we're going to do. We're going to flip you this way. You're going to go this way. You're going to go that way. And even uh, Matt Hardy was guiding him through. So I thought that was pretty amazing for him to actually persevere through that match. Jeff, I don't know, man. I think he just needs maybe some time to like heal up a little bit. I don't know what's going on with him. Um, so it's that's a little concerning because he's he he's kind of not. He's only really had maybe one smooth match since he's been in AEW, maybe. Yeah. You know what I mean? And all the rest of them seem like they've been pretty rough for him. And uh, that's going to be unfortunate if he can't really, like, get into it like like he can, you know? So yeah, we're going to have to keep our eye on that injury and, and see where he goes with that. So, yeah. so then Adam Cole goes into a big rant, and then JR goes, we appreciate the update. But then... The greatest line was Adam Cole goes right at the end of the match. He goes, all right, fellas, that's it for me. I'm going to go be awesome. And he leaves. <laughs> and I was like, Adam Cole, baby. 
<laughs> so I walked out of work. I said, all right, people, I'm out of here. I'm going to go be awesome. And I walked out the door. <laughs> so, it was great. We, oh, it was totally great. And then we had the, the Lee Swerve promo, uh, which is, you know, setting up more of this Hobbs thing, you know, and Stark's thing going forward. So we'll see how that develops. And then Tony's in the middle of the thing with Athena. And she's got some great intensity. And then, of course, Jade comes out and says, cut the shit, Tony, which is always so funny. Tammy, do you have any thoughts on the Athena promo? Um, I put that that was Jade's best promo so far. That's all I put. So, yeah. What would you, you think of the promo, Chris? Uh, well, I mean, Athena didn't really get to do much. She didn't get to say much. She didn't really get to, there was, there wasn't enough time because then we got Cargill and she's got the baddies and Stokely comes out and all that stuff. Um, and then it was, oh, well, here's Anna Jay and Chris Statlander. And it's, it's really not any development further than where we just were at double or nothing with everything. We're just still kind of projecting forward without having to add anything yet. Um, right. We need to do something soon, though. Otherwise, why have the same segment every week? It's going to get boring for sure. Yeah, this we, is what happened with uh, in the in the tournament with Ruby and Tony Storm and Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. There was just all these like promos week after week that were exactly the same. Yeah. Uh, they did it with Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb. One's on the ramp. The next week, the other one's on the ramp. Like, it's gotta you gotta change things up, or it's not interesting. Right. They're not giving it a chance to actually be good. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree. Totally. Tammy, do you, what's your thoughts? You agree with that? Yep. All right. So then after that, we go into Wardlow versus JD Drake. That was basically just a smash match. And then it's like, welcome back Wardlow. Right. Exactly. Welcome back Wardlow. And then basically it was setting up the class action lawsuit, which I thought was pretty fucking funny. Man. I, I was wondering when when Mark Sterling was going to show back up on TV too, because you know Jade's not using him anymore. Right, no, but that's funny. Now he's got the well. He was putting on. If you watch B- BTE, being the elite, he's got the commercial that he runs during that about the class yep. action lawsuit. Are you a security guard been, been destroyed by Wardlow? Well, you have. I mean, it's just like a mesothelioma commercial. Or something like that. That's fucking awesome, man. I think I caught me some mesothelioma. So, so then we got, then we got this Scorpio sky versus Dante promo that going into rampage. And then we get into the, uh, the second time we see, Brit, Hater, Ruby, and Tony. Tammy, your notes. Uh, I don't know that my notes are really interesting on this at all. all. Just, then you want to just give us so your I thoughts? I just want to say that I loved Ruby's jacket. All right. And um, that I thought it was a fantastic, fab four, fantastic wrestle. I really like all of them together. I mean... I think I would just repeat what I've said every time they've all been together. It's yeah. fantastic. Everybody's great. I mean, that's really all my notes is, is talking about. So, and it's true. So it's a lot of fun. I like all, all of them together. They're really cool. I, I especially like the interaction between um, Hater and Storm. I thought, you know, since they are stardom, ex-stardom wrestlers, they seem to be very much on the same page working together and how they 
how they wrestle is my observation. Um, there's also been talk that Hater wants to join the Blackpool Combat Club, which would be pretty dope. She said it. She goes, if I was going to join anything, it would be the Blackpool Combat Club. So maybe that's a hint for that. And maybe that comes down the road. That would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Imagine the Blackpool Combat Club versus the House of Black and having a four person match like that. Would that, that makes be a wicked? Lot of sense for her too. That'd be that really would, cool. Wouldn't yeah. that be wicked? I thought that would be totally wicked. I'm getting my hopes up for that now. Yeah, we're all getting our hopes up for that, but that would be pretty rad. Um, I'm going to pretend you didn't say that because I don't want to get my hopes up. Right. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on that match, Chris? I know it was a repeat, but it still it was a still good match, man. Still good. It was a, good. it was a great match. There was a lot of good spots. I have no complaints about the match. Um, and Ruby Soho got a clean pin on Britt Baker at the end, which was a good finish. I yeah. thought uh, I enjoyed it. Yeah, very good. Very good match. I mean, I can't wait to see how they're going to mix all of this up again. And uh, but they got to get these ladies running for these belts, man. I want to see more, you know, more ladies coming in and running for the belts and trying to go for the belts. And I'd love to see them put a, 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 a women's tag belt together instead of just a trios. Hopefully, if they do the trios, they do men and women trios. I mean, that's what I would like to see as well. Seems that maybe that's where they're going with uh, the baddies and all that, you know, so with the, with the ladies section. But let's, you know. That's wishful thinking on my part. So. I don't like trios at all. I'll be honest. I mean, they're kind of fun. They're annoying. I, mean, I think well, it's too many. Potato, it's potato. Odd, it's an odd number. Potato, like potato, it. then. That's fine. Pierogi. Pierogi. <laughs> uh, so then we get into Garcia and Moss. Wait, wait, wait. I have more to say. Oh, oh, okay. Part of it is it's usually a tag team with one random person attached to them becoming a trio. There's no t- true trios most of the time. I think that's part of why I don't like it. So I just wanted to uh, clarify and add that to it, but go ahead with what you were talking about. But there are true trios now. There's the House of Black. There's Death Triangle. Those are two true trios. They are. Yes, House of Black. And Death Triangle. What about Gun Club with Daddy Ass? Gun Club is? Now you're <laughs> turning me around on this. See? There They're are... the only three, though. The rest of them suck. Okay, well, go ahead. And you also have got the What about Dark with... Order? Dark Order? Dark Order is not a number. It's a random number whoever shows up that yeah, night. Yeah, but listen, it's, it's been like different Uno, configurations of those silver. Dudes. It's been Uno, 10, and Silver consistently. Well, they've had a bunch of other random people that are part of the Dark Order. What is hey. Colt Cabana? Uh, Alan Angels. Right. The guy that left, Stu, that we liked. Yep. Stu Grayson. The guy that left. You didn't like him that much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> top of mind <laughs> how, quickly, how quickly they fade from my memory <laughs> see that's how shitty the business them anymore. <laughs> also you can really can, you can really consider the Bucks with Brandon Cutler a trio nah I don't sorry not gonna I'm sorry they are nope hmm Maybe you do you, Rafe. You do you. you could, I will do- it could be the Bucks with Kenny Omega when he comes back. It could be the Bucks with Adam Cole. It could be the Bucks with any uh, Jay White. It could. There's Again, they have like options to do a random configurations. Thing. Yeah, but it's not unusual for them. Yeah, it's not unusual for them. They've done that before. It's not unusual for them to turn. <laughs> 
watch out. We'll get a copyright infringement. They're taken down. Ew. It doesn't work that way if you sing it. I thought anybody uh, could cover a song. I don't know. I guess it depends on if you're if you're good or not, and they don't like you getting their views or something. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I thought you're allowed to sing your own song as long as you're not stealing their recorded recording of it. Maybe. So we get into Garcia and Moxley, and we have William Regal had a great line. I'm like a cat that got the cream. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, I'm surprised Jericho goes, I'm surprised you're not dead. He goes, you keep talking. You'll bore me to death. I remember <laughs> that. That was good. And then he goes, Those will you wear, fun. he goes, will you wear a wig? <laughs> when he gets oh, yeah. I remember that. And then Kingston comes running out and he almost mm. kills himself running down the <laughs> ramp. I was like, holy shit. This is just was that match was chaos. I mean, Moxley was just bleeding everywhere. I mean, it was a good, it was definitely a good battle. So for sure, Tammy, you have notes on this one? I do. Mox must crush Garcia. Loved that Mox slap. Crush. <laughs> yes. Loved that slap. Come on, Mox. You're letting Garcia get in too many hits. Mox <laughs> is taking too much of a beating. I don't like this. I'm frustrated. Garcia has been doing more to hurt Mox, not the other way around. Why was Mox just sitting on the ropes? That looked like it hurt on Garcia. Yes, more of that, more of that. Otherwise, I'm done tonight. Wow, they went flying into a staff table. Mox finally gets Garcia with the paradigm shift, a beatdown wrestle, but still not brutal enough. I feel like I need to go do this myself now. No, everybody is disappointing me. The most the people I thought would go the hardest are not. Like I like. None of them have gone. I would still be like hurting him. He he needs to be hurt beyond. And none of them are doing enough. And I need to show up now and take care of this. That's how I feel. Tammy, I'm I'm un- I'm really unclear. Do you not like Daniel Garcia? <laughs> you know, he has no pizzazz. Okay. He has no pizzazz and it makes me angry. <laughs> He's a great wrestler. Poor Daniel. He is a great wrestler, but his character leaves me with zip. And so it it angers me. At least the like MJF is entertaining. Starks is entertainer. He's not an Matt Menard or whatever they're calling him, Lee. Whatever his last name is now. He is a (laughs) I love that you couldn't remember their names before until they changed. They need to stop with the changes. You can't be a, like, you can't like, you can't live in your ultimate shine if you're changing your name every other day because people have to relearn it. And some people get lost in the shuffle. Just stick with the name that you let, really think about it next time. Dig deep spiritually within yourself <laughs> and come up with a name and then build your brand strongly around it. Cause Matt, you're a star. You don't need these other factions, okay? And Garcia, you're a good wrestler. I, you know what? You're part of the family, but. I still don't like you, and I want to see your face smashed in. That's messed up. She doesn't like Daniel Garcia for some reason. I'm not sure what it is. I think it's funny. What are your thoughts on this one, Chris? Uh, You guys have said a lot already. Um, John Moxley's definitely in for blood and guts. I'm glad we cleared that up. Oh, for sure. For sure. At the end? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, blood and guts. Like, why did 
I assumed, I guess. I, I, maybe I was wrong for assuming that he was already in. Uh, you know, they kind of, I thought, I thought it was all established. So for him to be like, yeah, blood and guts, we're, let's do it. It was kind of like, I, I swear, I, I just automatically, like, I thought that would have, it was unsaid, right? right. Like, you, you already know it's going to happen. Um, it's a weird thing to send the last couple of minutes off of TV with. Right. Still going to be great. Still going to be great. Still going to be great. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that was weird. It is now time for real or fake. Chris, take it away. Tammy, you're first this week. So real or fake, I give you three wrestling moves and you tell me which one is not real. Uh-oh. Okay. The first one is the bungee driver. The second one is the Olympic slam. The third one is the knee smash face breaker. Bungee driver, Olympic slam, knee smash, face breaker. Oh, fuck, man. Which one's fake? Uh, the knee smash face breaker? You are incorrect. Okay. Oh. The correct answer is the bungee driver. I yep. first thought that one, but it was too obvious. I got to not overthink it, it next time. Sometimes it's obvious. Yeah. All right, Mr. Sound Effects, you're up next. Sure. Number one, the bonsai drop. Number two, kryptonite crunch. Both spelled with a K mm. for added effect. Uh, and the 360 inverted sunset flip. Bonsai drop, kryptonite crunch, or the 360 inverted sunset flip. Kryptonite crunch. Incorrect. Ah. The fake one is the 360 inverted sunset flip. No sense. 360 sunset. inverted. Sunset what? flip is real, but none of the rest of it is ever attached with the sunset flip. It sounded, um, it sounded pretty real, that's for sure. All right, so Tammy, I have a I have a new set of questions for you this week. Oh. Rather than doing name that wrestler, we're gonna try this game called What Is It? Okay. Okay. So it's <laughs> what is it? All right. Uh, so the I, first are you question, tell me so the rules and everything? Be, okay. Because we're doing new games this week, and it, they're just like just you do you just answer the question. There's no um there's no trick to it. You just have to answer. Uh, but I'm gonna give you some easy ones so that okay. next week you know what kind of stuff I'm gonna be asking you a little bit better, okay? All right, so the first one is what color is Jade Cargill's hair right now? Oh, platinum. Incorrect. It's green. Oh, I, I looked more platinum. I thought this week. Uh, okay. What color was it at Double or Nothing? Oh, so this is the same question again? Yeah. God, that was like a lifetime ago. Platinum. <laughs> it was last week. It was pink and green. Oh man, I gotta pay more attention to our hair. Like right, platinum, next that platinum, was a two-part question okay that was two parts to see i thought maybe you wouldn't get the first one but maybe you'd get the second one 
Uh, but anyway, the next question I mean, is, I'm just sorry. Her abs just mesmerize me, and I, I, it's hard to see anything else. Understood. Well, these questions are going to revolve around this sort okay. of thing. So, okay, I'll pay more attention. What, <laughs> it's going to be different, too. It's not just that kind of stuff. What brand is MJF Scarf? Oh, she knows. Burberry. Correct. <laughs> That's too easy. See, some of, the, like I said, some of them will be easy. So you get an idea of where I'm going with things. So yes. I don't get depressed and think where, I'm a wrestling loser. You're going to throw me a couple bones is what I'm hearing. <laughs> where is Hangman Page from? Virginia. What part? Um, damn. I don't know. It's a ville of some sort or an oak of some sort. No. <laughs> Ray, oh, do you know? Huh? It's, um, it's uh, something Creek, Virginia. He, he doesn't know either. It's it's listed as Halifax. Halifax, no. And they actually no. announced it that way. Halifax. Yeah. Uh, is that the county or the town, though? I don't know if that's. I don't know what that is, but that's what they that's what they say when he comes out now. I don't know how long they've been saying Halifax, but it's recent. Okay. Uh, the last question for you, Tammy, this week. You mentioned it earlier. So, what specifically was on the back of Ruby's jacket this week? It said, love, love, love. I love you. I love all of you. <laughs> the answer is, it said, I love I you love three you. times identically yeah. in it's rainbow it. colors. In rainbow colors, yeah. Yes. I think I got it right. You're close enough. <laughs> Had I not been looking for something weird to ask, I wouldn't know. Um, okay. So now, now next week, you'll have a much better idea of what your chances are at getting right answers and the things you Yes, it's on, Chris. It's on. I am going to pay attention, and we're going to do this. I'm excited about this game. I think this yep. is one I might be okay at. <laughs> well, Rafe's probably going to maybe do half okay this week, too. But then next week, I'm sure he's going to start doing some research because I know Rafe. Okay. I won't do any if every everyone listening wants to know the truth. I'm doing it all. This is... <laughs> This is Name That Song, Ray. All right. So I'm going to give you a wrestler. You tell me what their theme song is called. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know their You've got a couple easy ones, first of all. I'll, I'll give you some easy ones to start off, and then it'll get a little worse. Uh, Chris Jericho. Oh, Judas. Judas Effect. Judas. By who? By Fozzie. That's just for a bonus. <laughs> uh, okay, CM Punk. Oh, come on. Know. Living color, cult of personality. All right, good job. You got two so far. Uh, Wardlow. Wardlow? Oh, I know it's called This Is War, but I don't know who the artist is. I'm surprised you got that. That was a good one. Uh, do you know MJF song? Yeah, I'm better than you. By who? You got four out of four this week. I don't know who the artist is. I can I I learned it and I played it. I See, play along with when it. When I said song names, you went, uh, oh, I don't know the song names. You just got four in a row. Yeah. So next week they're gonna be a lot harder. And do I'm you, not gonna give you people you actually pay attention to all the time. Do you want to know? I what, have all their soundtracks whoa. on my Spotify list. Do you want to know what key the MJF song is in? <laughs> I'm I sure the you. internet. It's an A. Want to know? It's it's A minor. Dun. Thank you, thank you, Ray. Now you. Da 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 da
Let's go on. He's going to play right, it so for us live next week. Next week, you're going to have much more difficult uh, songs to guess. Well, I'm going to. I mean, that was that was your biggest, easiest ones to figure out. Next week, I'm going to I'm going to give you some obscure ones. All right. Don't don't ask me how I'm going to be asking you weird questions. I already know the House of Black shit. (laughs) I like weird questions. It's like my favorite questions. Nice. Are we done with the games? Do we have any more games? That's it. I have some questions for Chris. Okay. All right. For Chris. Um, well, for Chris. And then if he doesn't, if he declines or. Yeah, give Rafe a chance too, because I probably won't get any of these. Okay. Around. Here's a good one. Okay. Uh, which wrestler appeared in a guest appearance in the 2000s on Sabrina the Teenage Witch? An AEW wrestler? Yes. He made an appearance, or they made an appearance on Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, I think I might know this just out of a guess. Wait, it's Chris's question. I know. I'm not going to answer it yet. I can't remember. Do you? Did you know at one point? Yeah, I, I actually saw something about this not too long ago because uh, I was watching something about Melissa Joan Hart. Uh, something about something. I don't know. It was on YouTube. I can't remember what it was, but they but they talked about. Get off um, your phone, Rafe. I see you trying to look it up right now. I'm not on my phone. Okay. They talked about that episode, and I forget what wrestler said something. So yeah, I I this was something I found out recently too, and I've already forgotten it. That's how important it is to me. <laughs> this is a right, guess. Rafe. This is a random guess, but just from aesthetic. Just say it. Sammy Guevara. You think Sam McGuire is old enough to have done that in 2000? He was like six, <laughs> if he's even that old. Yeah, that's a good point. I, 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 lost my, I lost my timeline on that one. My bad. <laughs> Although if he was of age, he would have been on there, though. I think that, of you know, you're not too far off. So, so who game. was it? It was Papa Gun. Oh, that's who it was. It wasn't. A, it wasn't. A, uh, I was not watching. What's her name? I was watching Billy Gunn. On Hey EW uh, with RJ City, and they talked about that. Yeah, he played the father of the bride as Sabrina is forced to wrestle him to complete the wedding. That's yep. awesome. Yep, baby Billy Daddy. <laughs> yep. All right. Isn't that hilarious? That was That's a good starter. You got any more? I have one, but I think it's way easier and simpler, and you're totally going to get it right away. Well, good, because I never get any of them right. <laughs> oh, okay, here you go. Which AEW wrestler played the same sport Rafe once played and played the same position? What? You said you think I'm going to get that? Rafe still played this when I first started dating him, when you were young. Where? I have no idea. You know what sport, right? Can you know do you the sport? Know what, well, let's start with, do you know what sport Rafe played when I met him? No. Okay. Well, then. What sport do I love what? other than wrestling? Hockey? There you yeah. go. All right. So. Okay. And I played, A wrestler I, played the same position as Rafe in hockey. So since you didn't know he played hockey, I'll just give it to you. And you're going to get it right away. You ready? He was a goalie. Who was it? Kenny Omega. He was a hockey player. He played goaler. Here's a goaler, man. Yeah, he was a goalie Canadian, in right? hockey. Yeah. 
I think yeah. a pretty good hockey too. Not like like not like the high school stuff. Shit, like, no, no, he's Canadian, man. That shit was high yeah. level, but he played a higher level hockey. He was a professional hockey player before he became a wrestler. Well, I did not know that at all, even a little bit. <laughs> Tammy, Tammy got you. I did not get that one right, Tammy. I'm sorry. I really, I really didn't think you'd know. I don't, I don't know why. Those were some good games. I like that. Good games. Good games. <laughs> well, I mean. Rafe's all nostalgic I was now. trying not to pick, like, years. Like, it happened in 1989. You know, I was trying to go for some other pop culture stuff. But, okay. Anyways, I'll keep at it. All right. So now, this brings us to Rampage, baby. And we start out with the Lucha Brothers versus the Bucks. Amazing match. So entertaining. I love this match a lot. Let's hear some notes from Tammy. Oh, okay. Right into it with me. Right, right into it. Penta versus Young Bucks. I don't know. I, I think I wrote what kind of wrestle it was in like the first sentence, but I'll get back to it at the end, not to ruin it. Penta moves in such an expressive way. The two best tag teams ever right here. So coordinated with all their moves, like a night at the Violet Ballet. Penta look like a beautiful bird flying into the bucks, but Ray Phoenix comes with a tornado type move. I don't know what they call it, but I think it has a tornado in it. Wow, Phoenix, that cutter was beautiful too. Crowd chants, this is awesome. This is awesome. And I, I agree. Whoa, Nick just did a fantastic display off the ropes. Matt, what? Flipped over uh, both Lucha Bros? Phoenix is getting it on the ropes. So many great moves to note. For both of them, both tag teams, Phoenix almost had Matt. What about Jackson crashing through the guardrail? I love these four together. What awesome. Wait, mask off? Oh, no. That's sacrilege. A disres that's disrespectful, Matt. A fantastic sacrilege wrestle. <laughs> sacrilege. <laughs> Chris. What'd you think? Uh, no complaints. It was no. a fun, fun, flippy, flippy, woohoo kind of match. Uh, I I miss this sort of thing in AEW. Um, I remember I remember when a lot of it was like it'd be Luch Bros, Young Bucks, and they did that a lot, and it never got boring, and it's still not boring to this day. Um, yeah, it was cool, and I like that the Young Bucks are kind of reestablishing their wins to move forward. Yeah, they are. They're going back for the belts, and I think that's really cool. But yeah, I mean, anytime you watch the Lucha Brothers and the Bucks, it's like they're such pros, man. They're it's, so it's the best. good at this shit, man. They're yeah. so good at it. It's like watching the NHL playoffs at the highest level. I mean, it just that's what it is. It's just like the best of the best, and they just killed it every time, man. I loved it too, man. I could I watch it over. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how good it was. So always so much fun. And it was great that it was in uh it was in California, which is you know the Bucks home hometown. And they had the California pants on, and it was pretty cool. So uh definitely a blast. So then we jumped into the Starks Hobbs match versus I don't even know who those two people were. That's how fast this thing ended. So do we even need to talk about this? This is just a smash I match. I don't think they even named them. They nope. didn't even name them. No, they just came in. They smashed them. That was it. It was done. I'm not sure 
was this just kind of like just to keep Hobbs and Starks on TV or I don't I know. have a feeling there's a lot of weird stuff happening with all the different storylines everywhere right now. And nobody's really sure how the pieces are supposed to go together since so many things have gone awry the last couple of weeks. Right. It seems like it seems like Tammy, what did you what did you think of this match? Kind of the same same kind of thoughts as us. I put have no idea who these uh, who who they're even beating up. Didn't get a chance to know them. Squash match. Squash match. Total squash match. That that led us into the Kira Hogan Athena match. I thought Athena's entrance was really pretty cool. Those mechanical wings were totally dope. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of interference. Uh, some smooth a lot of the times, a little clunky at times, but still still a good match. Athena was very good, man. Um, I'm very excited for her to be in the women's division and uh, see where she goes moving forward. Tammy, do you have some notes on this? Um, I don't think they're really worth like recounting, except for I can just sum it up. Sure. And I, I felt like I felt like something was off. I really did. Like something wasn't smooth, but the moments that were but more moments were working than not. And the ones that were really showed how great Athena is. Like I, I'm really excited for her to be into AEW. I can see where there's going to be some, she has a, um, a large uh, variety of skills to share. And I think that's going to make for a lot of great matches. And I'm bet she's going to get into a pretty good storyline fairly soon, but it still felt like there was something off with like how things were working out. I just saw too much of it go slow, a little clunky, like something wasn't quite right. Mm-hmm. I couldn't Correct. put my finger on it. Cause I don't know enough, I guess. Right. Chris, what do you think of this? Are, are, are you? But let me ask you this quickly first. Are I, you, I better say what kind of wrestle it is to sum it up, though. I didn't say that. Um, it's a. It was a pretty strong debut wrestle. That's nice. what I did. Now let me ask you this, Chris. Before you get into this match, have you watched Athena in the past? Yes. Okay. And you've seen her on the other other one, or did you see her on Independent? Both. You've seen her both. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. So now I mean, she's been wrestling lately. Yeah. Okay. So tell us what you think of this match. I think AEW has a first match curse for a lot of people coming from other places. Um, I think when you come into AEW, things are run so much differently there um, and people aren't really used to the format because it's a format that died out in the nineties Um, And then WWE was everything for a long time. And then a few independents pop up every now and again, the the big ones have managed to kind of stay, but they'll never be huge. And even going to one of those is different than going to a TV show uh, where it's live every week. You're doing the same thing as the last place you were doing it, but it's just on a completely different scale with a completely different composition um, and a whole different way of having things put together, storylines, matches, what you're supposed to say versus what you're not allowed to say, maybe. Um, there's so many little differences that it, it, that first match has got to be a killer because coming in, you've got to be like, okay, this is this is the next stop for me. I've got to really do my thing here. Right. Um, and maybe there's nerves involved. I don't know. There's I haven't seen a solid debut for anyone for quite a while that came from somewhere else. Um, so the match was okay. Uh, Athena is better than this normally, I think. Hmm. Hmm. Um, 
but I mean, it was still good. Right. So yeah. Uh, I, I, hopefully she'll improve. Everybody seems to improve after like two or three TV matches. Right. Then they like kind of hit a groove with the roster. Right. Um, and there's smoother matches and everything just seems more organic. Uh, so hopefully that'll happen here too. It hasn't happened with everyone. No. Some people have come in and not quite found their footing. Yeah, that's true. I, I do think Kiera Hogan's a little underrated too. I think she's a good wrestler. So she's great. <clears throat> so, yeah. And this match was great as far as in-ring work. Um, it certainly wasn't like main event picture, but it was, you know, good well, middle of the card kind of thing. Well, and I also think that when you have a match that starts out like the Bucks and the Lucha Brothers, um, it it can it can like take the momentum away. It's like it's like watching that yeah. opening band. It's like if that opening band comes out and kicks your ass, you right. know what I mean? Even if the headliner's out there, even though the headliner's great, it's like wow, you're still thinking about that opening band, you know? That's yeah. that's kind of how I, I'm I'm looking at this this whole dynamite. I mean, this well, whole plus they were they were following that weird match with Starks and Hobbs that wasn't really a match. So it right. was like everybody was already kind of like, what is the point? And then they see this and it's maybe not as the best match that either of them could do. Well, yeah, yeah they don't really work together very often. So it's new. Right. Um, but yeah, it was still OK. Yeah, still good match. So we jump into. Uh, an excellent promo with the House of Black promo, which I thought was really cool. Does anybody any thoughts on that? They got Julia was speaking on that. She she's fitting. It seems like she's fitting into the House of Black. And uh, what's your thoughts? on? Chris has got that look on his face like mm. <laughs> he's got some reservations on it. It's still too little too late for me. Oh, um, he scored. He's like a score. I don't really care anymore. Like it's cool, I guess, but I don't, I don't, I'm not a, like, I'm not invested as I was, I don't know, four months ago, <laughs> whenever that was that I was excited, this was going to happen. Right. Um, I don't care as much now because it's been squandered. What do you think, Tammy? I agree. I agree. I, I, I mean, it's fine. I want to see more. We'll see what happens in the future. I but disagree with both of you just, fools. It, it was just okay. I liked it, but it like it, it is the timing isn't as dramatic and impactful as it could have been. Blasphemy. I like the pagans. Let's move on. It's so then we married one. That's true. So then we get on to CM Punk speaks. Looks like old CM Punk's a little banged up. Gonna be out of action for a while. We were going to address this issue. Tammy, What? let's get to you first. What's your thoughts on this? Um. Well, that made me cry. So, you know, I got very emotional because um, the same thing he said about riding it until the wheels fall off was what my father said the last two years he was dying of cancer. And as I helped him through that, and as we like faced, you know, what was to come, like we just decided we would just go full forward until we couldn't go anymore. And that was just going to be the way it was going to, he was going to go out. And so at his memorial, we actually had those like on the shirts with angel wings and stuff, you know? So it made me cry because I don't hear that saying ever. I haven't really heard anyone else ever say it. And because he was also emotional and I don't know, it was just super cool to have that like whole emotional experience with wrestling with somebody. It seemed like he was being genuine. I want to believe his tears were genuine emotion. And um, 
just to be in the spot he's in and witness it is as far as like all these people believe in you and are supporting you and you don't want to let him down. And I understand how that feels like on a smaller scale in a lot of ways. And then for him to bring that in and then like, it was the same thing as my father. Like I'm going to start tearing up now and I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want to get depressing on oh. here, <laughs> but it's honest. It's for real. Just to think about it. It was like super cool. Yeah. So I super loved it. And, you know, I guess I hope he'll fix his wheel and get back soon. Yeah, yeah. That'll be a cool moment, too, to look forward to. So, yeah, there's definitely there's definitely a lot to this at this point. They, you know, you're you're naming the interim. There's an interim champion, that interim champion. I don't know how they're going to do that. That's going to be pretty interesting. What, what do you think, Chris? So what they're actually doing, they're doing a battle royal on Dynamite next week. Um Whoever wins that is then going to face John Moxley. Uh, and then whoever wins that is going to be going to Forbidden Door fighting New Japan's opponent. New Japan's opponent is, let's see here, uh, it's going to be a match between Tanahashi and, I'm going to butcher this, uh, Goto, I guess is the last name, Haruki. Goto will face off in an eliminator match uh for the interim thing so whoever wins that versus maybe john moxley or whoever's in this battle royal um Mm -hmm. i feel like the fact that they have to fight john moxley to get there he's the number one contender right now which didn't make sense to me uh i I thought about it i was like yeah i guess that's probably true he never loses but it's just uh, i don't feel like that was planned Mm. Um, so the fact that he's just kind of thrown in there when we're in the middle of all the Blackpool Combat Club stuff and all that, it's it's just off. Um, I think this is making a lot of different things backslide and bump around. Mm. So it, it's going to make, first of all, this pay-per-view was already not really well planned. Like we know nothing still. Um, and we're rushing into it and Punk just got the championship. Now he's injured. That like scatters everything that they had planned for Forbidden Door and whatever was supposed to happen after that. Yeah. Um, so this is like a, a thing that gets bumped way down because you can't rush some of the stuff that you're planning for the future because it's not time for those things yet. But then on the other hand, like what do you do in place of what you're supposed to do until then? Um, I don't know, guys. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see the next two or three weeks of TV. It yeah. really will be. Yeah, for sure. So then after that, the, the big promo and what we went through with CM Punk, we got into the Dante versus Scorpio sky. Now, again, I think this is for me, this is just for me for this situation. It's like the way everything opened and everything leading up to this, I think dulled this match for me a little bit. I still thought it was a good match. I still thought it would have fit maybe somewhere else. Um, It was excellently executed. Everything did well, but, the excitement factor wasn't there for me personally, um, but I did enjoy watching it. That's for sure. And I thought those two guys are still great. I mean, Dante's just, he's amazing. He's just an amazing kid and amazing athlete in general. And Scorpio Sky is a true veteran, excellent, solid wrestler. Um, Tammy, do you have any notes on this or did you? What were your thoughts on this? I did write notes. Again, it's another one of these cases where I don't want to be redundant. Um, first of all, I want to say they both looked fantastic in their gear. 
I also want to say I agree with you that after such a big emotional moment, this match felt like it, you're coming down off something and we're, could, weren't excite, as excited as you could have been. And also the thing is, I already knew who was winning. Like it was so obvious. And for it to be a main event to really know who's winning so obviously makes it not main event worthy. They're both amazing wrestlers. I think Dante is fantastic. I think with Scorp- Scorpio, everybody knows how good he is. So it's not about skill, but it was about timing and storytelling. And it just felt like that wasn't main event because we knew like main event should be like, oh shit, I don't know who's going to exactly win. Like the, anything's possible because, yeah. you know, you're on the edge of your seat, but here you're like, Scorpio's the champ. Dante's the young guy. Of course, we know who's winning. So you know, let's just get it over with now and, and enjoy their like moves for what they are because they're both, they do both do amazing moves that are super fantastic. Mm-hmm. Especially I'm a big fan of Dante. Yeah. Chris. I think you guys covered it. Uh, it was, yeah. I mean, you knew who was going to win. I, it, does that mean that they've conditioned us to know that Dante is not going to be in a title picture? Or does that mean that they've conditioned us to know that even when there's a credible opponent, Scorpio Sky is still going to retain for now? Or That's is it a both? good question. That's a good well, question. I'm disturbed now. Right. I don't like to be conditioned by anything. So, I mean, yeah, uh, it wasn't bad, but no. it wasn't, you know, I didn't. It's fine. It wasn't, yeah, it was It wasn't a bar. It's run. fine is never fine. It's just not good enough. Right. No, I mean, it, as far as main events, though, like what you were saying, it's Rampage. Like, they don't have a stellar record with main events for Rampage. Like, Dynamite, sure. Uh, Rampage really starts off with bangers usually, and mm-hmm. then it's kind of shitty by the end. Um, so I think this might actually be just more of the same. Yeah. And it's yeah. never shitty. We're just spoiled. We're you just know? spoiled. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm spoiled rotten. Longer, you know? Like I said before, it's it's the opening band theory is the way I look at it. It's like yeah. when the opening band kills it, it almost kind of, even though the other bands are great, it's, you know, for yourself personally, it takes the excitement out of it, you know? Yeah, it sucks the gas out of the room. Exactly, yeah. for sure. So, but that, yeah, that about wraps it up for the All Elite Murder Theater podcast. We're glad to hear you. Hey, big surprise. We are going to WrestleCon next weekend. Yes. River City WrestleCon. River City WrestleCon. So we will make some videos and stuff while we're there. We'll get some videos going up. And so we'll have to figure out how to incorporate that up and put that up on the website. So I guess. Hey, Chris, guess who's there? Ray Fenix. (laughs) I might might meet him. Malachi. Malachi. I don't like paying a hundred dollars for some nice. somebody to sign a piece of paper. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. So it should it might be, be floating fun. around. You never know. True. So we'll check out whatever merch they got going there. Check out all the wrestling things. Check out all the clinics or whatever they got going on. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. So, but from all of us here at the All Elite Murder Theater Podcast, everybody have a good night. And always eat my barbecue sauce. Bye. Okay, that's two. Now.